Welcome to WZ174. Today I'm going to be reading some headlines from the news. Fat chance Gwen will get pregnant. 49-year-old piling on pounds up to up her shot at conception. Hmm. Steve Harvey wife walks out. Wow, that's fun. Uh, hmm. Let's see. The fuck is this? Ow, Aretha was murdered. What? That's... Mike. What, what the fuck is... Who... Why, who are you? Over there so fast. She was, was buried like without. I, I ran. I ran my fa- I ran my fastest. Who who exactly? What's happening? I don't know. She she's reading the news. We're getting informed. But this like, this is crazy. This isn't the podcast we signed up for. This isn't the podcast you're looking for. Well, no. Pink is trying to save her marriage. Oh, is she really? She is. Oh, and wow. you know what? It's on page thirty-seven. Oh, wow. cool. I'll read it to you. That's oh, please do. Page. Please do. Uh, it just one. Who? How'd you get in here? The door. Oh wow! I didn't. I didn't think of that one. That door. That door that we just slammed in. I think you know what we should have. We should have locked that one. Well, now that I'm here, this is uh, great. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're I done. think I'll stay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, welcome to the weekly undertaking, everybody. I'm Mike. I'm Alex. And today is a very special episode because, as you may or may not have guessed, it's the fiftieth one. It is the fiftieth episode of the weekly undertaking. And that's the only reason. That's the only reason it's special. <laughs> Oh, also, fucking, uh, we have a guest, but that, that, uh, is less important. Uh, anyway, this is Val. Uh, Val, you want to introduce yourself? Um, I'll leave if you guys want me to. No, no, yeah, you can stay. You're you're here now. Why not? Okay, well, I was just here reading the news, and I thought I'd join in on this set. It looked fun, and I started clicking buttons, and... (laughs) Now we're here. <laughs> no, no. I think I summoned you. Yeah, you know what? I think you. I think you did. Yeah. As soon as the play button goes, we're just we're in it. Yeah, it's like you know how like you say Beetlejuice three times. We appear, uh, Beetlejuice appears. Yeah, I just click the red button on this thing, and that counts as saying our names three times. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. If you read tabloids, I'll just show up. I don't care. Yeah, mm. <laughs> we are here for the hot goss. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, so. Yeah, this is, as we said, this is Val, our very first guest on the show. We're very excited to have her here. And I'm honored to start feuds. <laughs> to start feuds? so honored. <laughs> uh, Val is a writer. She is a comedian. And uh, relevant to this episode, which we'll get into later, she is a historian extraordinaire. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, look, we don't pick the episodes. It just kind of happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so to, so that we get to, could get to know you better and uh, the audience can get to know you, know you better. We're going to ask you some questions real quick. Oh, this will be fun. Shoot, this yeah. will be. Uh, first question for you is a question that we've asked each other on this podcast before. And it's great. A while ago. All right, Val, imagine for a second mm-hmm. that you are walking through a desert. Yes. You've been walking for several days. You have no food, no water. You're very uh, hungry. You're very, you're very thirsty. And you see all of a sudden in front of you a tongue. Just like no body. Human or not? Let's unknown. See. Unknown. Okay. Unknown. Possibly. Uh, possibly human. Uh, but there's no bones. Uh-huh. There's no body. It's uh-huh. just a, a tongue, like, cut clean off. On a plate. On a plate. Is it cooked? No, it's not cooked. Okay, Raw so tongue. what is the question? Do you eat it? I do not eat it because what if that tongue was done by a murderer and then I eat the tongue and then he's after me and my tongue is the next tongue on the plate. You stole my tongue. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I just want to want to make this clear. The, the the killer takes it personally that you eat the tongue? It's a trap. Yeah, well, yeah, but if you don't Michael, eat the it's tongue. it's a trap. <laughs> if you don't eat the tongue, then the killer just leaves you alone? Yeah, because it's a trap, Michael. Oh, okay. I didn't consider that option, uh, possibility. Yeah. Uh, does it change 
anything at all if it's I guess it wouldn't change it at all if it's a human tongue. That was my follow-up question. Expect... Oh, even more no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I because like I'm, that's I'm, human murder. Yeah, that's a human murder. I don't know. In my mind, I yeah. Okay, awesome. That's very valid reasoning. Well, I initially asked you that question. I remember because I picture it as you making out with your food, you know, fr- Frenching your food. You you did say that. That's what I said. And that, I just I want to know what your answer was. Would you have eaten it? <laughs> I said because it seems like very likely yes. <laughs> I, I I said no for a similar reason because I thought it was aliens. Like a plate just doesn't <laughs> was... appear in the desert. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like if it's sandy, I'm not eating because then it's nutritious. I'm, gonna, I'm not. It's not as nutritious. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm gonna be more thirsty than usual. Uh, but. I mean, like, it's still sustenance. That was kind of my thing. It's like, it's sustenance, but it's too suspicious. It's too perfect Mm -hmm. for me to actually consume the thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. Now, I have a question for you. Yes. Okay. Imagine this. Mike and I approach you. And you're getting married, and I'm there. No, this is is after that. Okay. We're already married. We have several children. And we tell you that we accidentally killed another human being. By uh, stuffing a hard-boiled egg down their throats, do you help us get rid of the body? Um, no. Okay, what wow. if it was okay. an intentional murder? Does okay, that change yes. it? No. <laughs> Great. No, I don't think I would You're in because this I now. am too afraid that, like, boiling an egg is so not suspicious that you might boil an egg in front of me and I might be like, this is lunch now. And then I die because I thought it was lunch. <laughs> I'm so I I really hope that like in tomorrow's paper it's not like man found with egg in throat <laughs> yeah. who like, could be responsible just a coincidence right yeah uh huh and um, that's the episode that like like goes viral for whatever reason the, the only ep- it's because of Val it's because Val's because here I found the murder yeah you this did. now becomes a murder podcast yeah <laughs> every podcast becomes and a you murder know how podcast. every time that I read tabloids you show up and every mm-hmm. time I press the start you show up yeah. catch a murderer done it's over. <laughs> To hunt a killer. Don, that's the quickest uh, podcast series of all time, I think. 36 seconds. 36 seconds. <laughs> uh, okay, so my final question. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. There's a third. <clears throat> there is a third. So imagine for a second that you're in your room, like mm-hmm. you're you're at home and you're, you're in bed and you wake up to hear your mother from downstairs because your bedroom is on the top floor in this scenario. Uh, calling to you. I live rich. You live rich. You do live rich. Uh, on the top floor, you hear your mother uh, calling to you from the from downstairs. She sounds very worried, and she says, "Val." And so you get up, you you get up, you leave, you start walking towards the stairs, and then you he- feel a hand on your shoulder, and it's your mom. And you turn around, it's your mom, and she says, "Don't go down. I heard it too." Who do you believe? Ooh. Oh wow. Hmm. You know what? I don't know. I think I would sit down and have a panic attack. <laughs> like, I would just sit and cry and be like, what? <laughs> but, like, if my mom touched me and it felt like my mom touching me, then she's not a ghost. We've ruled out that it's a ghost downstairs. Could it be a clone slash doppelganger? Oh, if it's a clone slash doppelganger, it's over. I don't know who I'm believing. I'm going to die within the next 24 hours. I've already uh, signed my fate and have delivered it myself <laughs> to yourself yeah. so you're you're just accepting defeat if you hear two of your mom's voices uh-huh okay cool Ugh. absolutely yeah it could just be some sort of prank with like a like a a know, voice recorder from yeah. the, from the basement yeah 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 but like okay. really like uh really well like advanced alien technology yeah it's still an alien it's still fucking scary yeah absolutely 
All right. Well, that's that's very interesting. Thank you for participating in this game. Of Goodbye. <laughs> Good, All right, yeah, go. get get the I'll fuck go. out. That was really fun having a guest on yeah. the podcast. <laughs> oh man. Has anything happened this week that we need to discuss? Dude. Yeah. No. No? I mean, nice. I saw that. Spilling some water. We're yeah, good, we're though. calling okay, it out. We, we're good, we, I, I'm good, though. I'm we good, though. We invite you good, on though. this podcast, and you just well, it's fine. spill water. That's why we have coasters. That, That's why we have ping pong paddle coasters. <laughs> we are very low budget here at the Weekly Undertaking. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is rich, guys. Last yeah. time I had to hold my cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Awesome. Um, all right, then, I, if, if not... Well, it was Father's Day today. It was Father's Day today. It was a week ago by the time the people here are listening yes, to it. Yes, happy belated, everyone. To all your dads. Uh, how did, did you do anything to celebrate Father's Day? Went to Montauk. Nice. And I'm exhausted. That's a very long drive. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's all? Yeah. Excellent. Home, awesome. I was tired. I'm feeling really good now, because, you know, recording always, you know, it's like a buzz. Yeah, it is. Yeah, awesome. All right. You got anything you want to discuss before we dive into the challenge? They don't know who you're talking to now. They don't know. You're right. I'm talking to Val. Val, do you have anything you want to say before we go into the challenge? No, I feel like I should have came prepared for a question for you guys. No, it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. We're never prepared. We literally, nothing is ever prepared at all. Well, I mean, you're prepared. You have have documents. I have a document full of uh, hastily written down notes. Yeah, yeah, uh, 100%. So, um, we... Val has participated in this week's challenge, uh, which is very exciting. We can't wait to hear her take on the thing that she researched. <laughs> um, Coolio. So what was the challenge this week, Alex? Good question. The challenge this week was called Weird History. Which specifically means... To research history that was weird. Uh, an obscure or little-known event, uh, preferably both, yes. uh, that happened some point in human history. Yes, and I found something so awesome. I really hope neither of you have ever heard of it. Uh, same. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. And uh, I don't know how this is going to go, but I'm excited. Yeah. Did you, uh, what was your experience while researching it, either of you? Hard. Hard? Yeah. Um, I more than once typed into Google strange history <laughs> stories because facts are too short. Facts are too short. <laughs> yeah, I did a, a similar thing where I just looked up weird history on, on YouTube and uh-huh. I watched like, I think like 30 videos until I got to a point where it felt obscure enough that I could grab something. And then I found something that was actually really cool. Oh, good. So I'm excited, I'm, I'm excited to tell you about, yeah. tell you both about it. I heard about this incident that I have months ago and i was very i was thinking about it and i was like oh wait this would be a great a great freaking story for this um so yeah i'm really excited to tell you guys about it it's very exciting very obscure very weird excellent all right so i guess we now have to decide who will share first yes uh Triple rock, rock paper, paper scissors. scissors yes rock, rock paper scissors, scissors. scissors. Oh, okay. well we need to discuss okay <laughs> pick your thing show your thing on shoot on shoot, on shoot. On shoot. it's one two three shoot or one two three and shoot rock yes. paper scissors shoot okay cool gotcha okay. Rock, rock paper scissors shoot. shoot well great we all beat each other <laughs> so no one goes the podcast is over that's it thank you all for listening to the weekly undertaking remember to challenge yourselves and try something new play the outro no, stop it. <laughs> Let's go back to it. Um, okay, uh, if nobody else wants to, I can go first. Great. Okay. I was going to suggest that anyway. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hold on. I, get, I need to type in my pin because I have a tablet. Read to me, Daddy. Please never call me Daddy ever again. Okay, I promise in the future I will only refer to myself as Daddy. <laughs> I feel like that's even weirder, to be honest with you. Yes. But... All yes, right. it is. 
<laughs> to each his own. Um, okay, so my story uh, is, this is uh, routinely referred to as the Toronto Circus Riots of 1855. Oh my god, guess what? What? I've never heard of this. Thank god. Have you ever heard of this, Val? Uh-uh. Yes! Wow. Alright, fantastic. We all picked three different historical events. What are the odds? Like one in a, like, a hundred thousand, I'd say. It's probably higher than that, to be honest <laughs> with you. A lot weirder shit than that is that has happened in the past. Great. Alright, so let me, let me set the scene real quick. Alright, um, we know Toronto now as a major city in eastern Canada, as I'm sure that you both are aware I'm of. familiar. Mm-hmm. Okay, they have several sports teams, but it wasn't always that bustling city. Uh, it gained a lot of its wealth and its population during the train boom. It was like a crossroads of all different train routes. And, uh, like, kind of like Atlanta got started. And in 1855, that was, it. That was the height of the bustling uh, city, and the population exploded. Immigrants were flooding in, but uh, because of that... Well, not, not necessarily because of that, but because a lot of the people that frequented it were travelers, there wasn't a lot there. It was a very seedy town. It wasn't the nicest city. There were It was crawling with bars and general chaos, and the police really didn't do a lot to try to stop it for reasons we'll get into later, but uh, they kind of... It was a very, very rough city. Okay. So, yeah. Enter... The S.B. Howe's Star Troop Menagerie and Circus. They were a traveling American circus. Don't keep talking. I'm going to do music for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. They were a traveling American circus that had two nights in Toronto. After the first show, which was a matinee, they had the night off. So the clowns decided to get together and all go on a group bonding experience and go to a brothel. Define a brothel. Like a place where you get prostitutes and have sex with them. Excellent. Continue the music. <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 we're at a brothel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, fantastic. I also just love the idea of like a little tiny clown car driving up to a brothel. <laughs> 17 of them get out. Just, yeah, just like all with the, with the music playing and everything, just like rolling out with the pies, like chugging mm-hmm. them in the face. Along with Kenny G's saxophone player. <laughs> playing them up. That's not Kenny G. That is George Michael. (laughs) Rest in power. Um, But uh, anyway, um, so they went to a brothel. They decided to screw the night away. uh, But there was a problem, and that this brothel that they chose specifically was the designated hangout spot for the Hook and Ladder Fire Company. So let me tell you about the Hook and Ladder Fire Company. Fire companies back then did not work like they do today. Like, we have jurisdictions and stuff for fire firemen and firehouses. They run all over the place t- uh, putting out fires within their jurisdiction. But back then, there was it was a free-for-all. So k- firemen, or as rowdies as they were called because they liked to stir up trouble, fled to the different... Whenever they got a call about a fire, they ran to the different spot and put it out trying to call dibs before the other pe- the other fire crews got there. Do you get street cred if you put out more fires? Yes, actually. Okay. It's yeah. entirely... Interesting. Interesting. It is entirely for Interesting. glory. Interesting. Yeah. Do you also get compensated for putting out fires? I would... Just write up cred. <laughs> I would imagine there's some financial compensation, but I don't know that for a fact. Okay. Um... But yeah, they would draw. There weren't automobiles back then, so horses would come on with these huge tankers, and they would go out to the fires and try to put them out. Did they train horses to make like the wee 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 sound? Oh, I sincerely hope so. <laughs> like mouths. Yeah, as they as that. they ran away. Um, but 
the hook and ladder fire company especially was particularly rowdy out of all the fire companies because just a few weeks prior to the brothel incident, uh, they actually got into a fight with another crew because they arrived at the fire at the same time. They decided, fuck it, we're not going to put out the fire. We're just going to throw down and beat the other people to a pulp. Hell, we didn't even start the fire. No, <laughs> we didn't start the fire. And it's always been burning since the world was turning. That's Billy Joel for you. He's from Long Island. I heard Don't it. Don't say his name again. He'll he'll appear. <laughs> <laughs> no, we still have two more times. Uh, we got two. We got two. We got Joel. two. No! <laughs> <laughs> now we can't say. But oh Don't no! Do it. You Don't came do close. It. We can't say the name of Billy the Kid. That doesn't count. I didn't say doesn't second count. name. Doesn't didn't say second count. name. Anyway, um, so moving on. They, that was actually known as the Fireman's Riot. So they were tough. They're ready for a fight. And these clowns just walked in on their fucking spot. So a brawl ensued and the clowns kicked their asses. Oh, my God. So they, yeah. Let me get this straight. Uh huh. We have a Fortnite style battle royale <laughs> where men and women dressed as clowns fought firefighter like actual firefighters actual like ripped ass firefighters and one and one well in 1855 were they ripped uh, well they were they had to be carrying well, buckets of water compared yeah. to everyone <laughs> yeah. else they're ripped and not only that actually clowns the reason that they that i think they stood a shot is because clowns back then had to work a very hard to put up and take down the big top quickly so the clowns were pretty fit too uh i imagine not as ripped as the firemen but clearly good enough to beat their asses to a pulp so much so that two firemen were dragged out of the brothel why after being beaten within an inch of their lives i'm digging this yeah it's fucking right now we have clowns fighting firemen inside a whorehouse it's this is incredible it's like it's like a we just need and a fireman walk inside a whorehouse <laughs> you won't believe what happens next exactly um more with terry on the fives <laughs> <laughs> so uh the clowns um conquered this this particular brothel and they had their fun they had the night because unbothered by firemen but the firemen weren't going to take that shit lying down they were connected because back then every the Toronto had a government, but it was kind of a loose government that really didn't matter. Actually, the town was almost entirely run by the uh, Protestant Tory class uh, or known as the Orange Order, the Orange Order. But the Orange men had a lot of different a lot of different uh, connections throughout throughout the town, including the police including all the firemen and including many prominent townsfolk. Uh, they were all Protestant and they even Toronto earned the nickname the Belfast of Canada. They also normally they took they spent their time uh, being terrible to Catholic people. but they today they had a reason to move over and fuck up some rowdy ass clowns. So the day and like I said, the policemen were orange men so they could they didn't give a single shit about anything that happened. Cool. So, the day after the brothel fight, the firemen gathered a crowd outside of the circus tents and they all started chucking rocks and and like whatever they could find at the at the circus folk and then and you know the 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 circus people were doing a, the carnies rap. That's that's what they're called. They were doing <laughs> <laughs> They were doing a great job at holding their own, but they got overwhelmed. And then the hook and ladder showed up and shit went went to town. They started attacking the carnies with axes. They threw their wagons over. And these firemen set the set the big tents on fire. And that is the opposite of their job. It is indeed. <laughs> and the, the chief of police was informed about this before it happened. But he was just kind of like, 
That sounds awesome. Exactly. <laughs> he sent the, the policemen over, and they just pretty much watched. The only thing they claimed to do was prevent the firemen from setting animal cages on fire. The The thing that stopped the, the riot was that the mayor of Toronto himself had to come down to the circus tent and take an axe out of a fireman's head at, right as he was about to execute a clown. Out of his hands? He, yeah, yeah, he like not ripped. out of his head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like, yeah. oh shit, you're a little late for that one, buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he has two it's axes, okay. one in his hands and one in his head. Yeah. <laughs> Which one's coming out first? You're safe now. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a really stupid mayor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, blo- the blood's coming out. Don't worry, that'll clot. You're fine. <laughs> Um, apply pressure. Apply pressure now. The ambulance horse will be here soon. Yeah. Well, <laughs> eventually uh, it settled down. 17 different firemen were arrested. Only one was charged because of their connections with the judges and stuff like that. Wow. Um, the chief of police knew, decided to take a sweet-ass time getting there. Everybody, including the police, had a very foggy memory of who was actually there, conveniently. And, um, yeah, it took a lot more riots to actually... Uh, get Toronto into a respectable city, and that the and the Carnies fled Toronto, and to my knowledge, have never returned to Canada. <laughs> and that is my story of the Toronto Circus Riot of 1855. And wow! Now there are no more clowns in Toronto. Yeah, fun fact: they are no longer allowed to come into uh, Canada at large. They are very clownless. Wow, that's yeah. really a lot of space that, to not allow ca- uh, clowns. Yeah, wow, that's, that's why we have such a clown surplus here. It, truly, God, you yeah. know, it's so hard to get into clowning in America. <laughs> because no one likes you no one <laughs> not even clowns like you and it's just all the demand that would be in canada moved down to detroit mm-hmm. i assume because that's a very a city close to canada i'm sorry detroit i don't mean to call you clowns anyway what's your story alex oh i have or, to go now can i go next Val, because Val i go. feel like my story is very much shorter <laughs> and is maybe only 25% as interesting as clowns fighting firemen. <laughs> it's okay. Michael asks a lot of questions. I absolutely will. This is going to be great. All right. I have several options, but I think this one was the one that uh, 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 got me thinking. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Vaseline. I'm going to tell you the history of Vaseline. The history of Holy Vaseline. The history of Vaseline. Oh, I am so excited. So I'm going to start with this article itself which I'm just now reading off of, I want you to know. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, It starts by telling me reasons why Vaseline is good, or, like, purposes, why people use Vaseline. Well, what are the purposes of Vaseline? I don't know. Can you guess them? Uh, I I have always rubbed Vaseline on some injuries and and cuts and bruises and minor abrasions. It's also very slippery, so when you get your head caught in between the two staircase rails Mm -hmm. like you do. Yes. Vaseline. We were out of butter that one time. (laughs) Just the one time. Just the once. All of the times we had butter. Um, Could you imagine putting Vaseline on chickens to prevent frostbite? This does not come back in any way. Interesting. <laughs> Hold on. They, was that the original purpose of Vaseline? No, that was not the original purpose of uh, Vaseline, but that people do it now. These chickens are too cold, <laughs> and we need so, to fix it. Rub them with Vaseline. Oh, uh, man. You know, like I, there, there are some jobs I hope people hate. I really hope the guy who does that hates his job. chickens? Yeah. <laughs> You're right, because if he was enthusiastic, that would raise a lot of questions. Well, right. He probably was enthusiastic because like who in the middle of the night is going to be like i need a vaseline my chickens let's move up these chickens a guy who is concerned about his chickens you know what you're right that is a very caring farmer i Uh love that so the man who invented vaseline 
claimed to eat a spoonful every day, and that's what kept him alive for hold, 96 years. Hold on. 96? That's pretty good. Yeah. Vaseline is edible? I don't think you should eat it, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is this is great. This is new information. I want to make my uh, stomach all slippery. That's great. Um, so, Vaseline... <laughs> Let's see. What can I tell you about Vaseline? It started from the the inventor seeing like a pipe that had goo all over it and it was black and it was kind of tarry and he was like, "This I need to make something out of it." <laughs> he scooped it all up off of that thing, clarified it, purified it, whatever it is, and then he was like, "You know what this could be used for?" Money. <laughs> <laughs> that's how original thought. Yeah, that's how yeah. many modern inventions were started. Yeah. yeah, he was like, "This is stuff nobody uses, and it's pretty much free for me right now, yeah. so I can sell it for a large profit." <laughs> um, and he was like a scientist and whatever. He was thinking up ways of how he could use it. He uh, started by putting it on. He would cut himself. And then put it on his cuts. Great. Yeah, and he was like, this is going to prove that it has medical value, medicinal value. Wait, so he just took, like, goo off of pipes and rubbed it inside his cuts? No, after he clarified and purified it. Oh, yes. right. Okay, gotcha. Um, uh, Let me clarify one more time by saying it's rod wax. That's the correct term for what was on the pipes. <laughs> was rod, rod wax. wax. Rod yes. wax. Um, Do we know why the rod was on the wax? No, the other wax way. was on the yeah, the, thank the you. other way. Thank other you. Way. Why the wax was on the rod? All right, let's read. <laughs> Upon touring the oil fields, he noticed a rigger scraping a thick dark goo from an oil pump's joint. He asked about it. It was explained that the troublesome wax like gunk tended to come up with crude with the crude and collect on the rigging. If it wasn't cleaned off periodically, it would gum up the works. And some people thought it helped wounds heal faster. So that's huh. where he was like, if I cut myself and I put this on it. I'm gonna do it. This is my old. This is an old wives' tale, and those are always true. So mm -hmm. let me profit. Clearly. I like that. Yeah. Clearly. Um. And at this point, it was very hard to uh, like all the greases and oils were animal based, so goose lard and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, olive oil and some mustards. Olive oil is animal based. <laughs> Wait, hold on. No, 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 so no, no, no. Yeah. no. <laughs> lard. And goose, whatever, um, is animal-based. Olive oil comes from olives. Thank you. Some olives I was... were harmed in the, <laughs> in the making, in the making of, the, of olive oil. In the making of the oil. Olive you know what? Oil. I was very concerned for a second because, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't really, it wouldn't make it a difference. I would still use it. It was just. Yeah. But his point with clarifying it and everything was that so it wouldn't go bad because lard goes bad. Yes, it does. Yeah. And mm. people would put lard on their wounds to help it, like close up or whatever i don't uh -huh. know you know old people things wow yeah. such a civilized age i know it's so charming <laughs> <laughs> um so he once he clarified it and started putting it in jars and he wanted to sell them nobody would take them because he didn't have any proof that it had medicinal value um so he went on a road tour a road show and started throwing it at people and was like here take it <laughs> but he would also do a performance with it he would uh cut himself put it on there, and then show them past scars. It would be, like, on the on right close to his arm. This is from three weeks ago, and look how it's healed. This is from two weeks ago. Look how it's healing. Jesus. And this one is from today, and I'm going to put Vaseline on it for you. That is absurd. And I, like, can you imagine being in the audience? Yeah, I'm going to try it. Yeah, just like, yeah. wow, that man is sincerely less bloody than I thought he was going to be. <laughs> look at him put that stuff all over his arm. <laughs> I want that stuff.
he would also burn himself with acid and then apply it. So, like, he had different patches, like, of areas of different types of traumas. Would he put the Vaseline on first or after the burn? I don't know. It does not specify. But I would hope um, <laughs> he wouldn't. He. This is just lies. Yeah, I mean, well, it's also, like, a matter of. I feel bad for this man that his entire livelihood is just hurting himself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, if he's making money. Yeah, you know what? Uh, this he is wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wasn't? He wasn't until after the road shows. And then he started, he went to pharmacists who were not interested, even though he showed them all the wounds and everything. They were like, this doesn't <laughs> really? happen. Like, I don't understand this. Could you, listen, I stabbed myself. Could you give me money now? Uh -huh. And then uh, after a few more people started buying it and started, like, using it for its purposes, for its medicinal value, pharmacists started uh, to buy it and sell it themselves. Um, now, because we have real science, not to say that they don't have real science, but ours is but more advanced. They had real science. Yeah. Listen, he stabbed Put himself. Put a leech on yourself. You'll be fine. Look, it rained and then I got asthma, so, I mean, come on. Figure it out. <laughs> too. There's some connection yeah. here. <laughs> but now that we have better science, Vaseline has no medicinal value. It was just helpful to keep dirt out, which prevented infection, which killed lots of people before medicine. Yeah, that was probably a big deal back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Being so, dead because your arm turned gangrene. So wait, hold on a second. You mean to tell me Vaseline doesn't actually do anything? No, but if you eat one teaspoon a day, you'll live to be 96. <laughs> Remember that, Michael. One a day, so you're very far behind. Yeah. You yeah. Like need a few thousand teaspoons mm -hmm. right now. Right, immediately. I would suggest eating a large jar and then starting fresh tomorrow. And then do the Vaseline after the show. Yeah. <laughs> You should eat the jar first, put the Vaseline away, and then start using the Vaseline. Exactly. Oh, that is that is great. Wow, I did not know Excellent. any of that about the history of Vaseline. Thank That's you. Very no informative. Problem. Um, and I just want to plug Vaseline for a second. <laughs> Link in the description. Yeah. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Vaseline, but <laughs> we'd love to be. <laughs> you know, why not Burt's Bees? If you're gonna do it. Go shoot big. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. That wow. is so... That's freaking awesome. Thank you, Val. That's, of that's course. really great. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, two hard acts to follow. Yeah, what do you got? All right, well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see? All right. I hope it's about Pink trying to save her marriage. I do, too. You know what? I want it to be about Brad's intimate text messages with Jen. Mm. It's actually about a man who went by the name Mad Jack. Mad Jack? Yes. Is he a serial killer? No. Have either of you heard of that name? I have, no. I have not. Yay. That's me being happy. <laughs> that was so short. Ooh, I'm sorry. Would you like to take a minute to be more happy? <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> it's like a wolf howling in the distance. Like the one wolf is a huge fan of Mad Jack and is fucking pumped to hear this story. Okay. Well, his real name was John Churchill. Okay. He got the name. The, he got the alias Mad Jack later, which will soon become for obvious reasons. Okay. He was a soldier in the British Army, and he fought in World War Two. Okay. Simple enough. But where it gets interesting is he was known for charging into combat with three specific things: his war bow, a broadsword, and his trusty bagpipes. In World War II, yes. where guns are a thing. Yes. Oh, this man, okay. he literally shot Nazis with a bow and fought them with a, uh, with a sword. This is so you're telling me about Hawkeye right now. 
No, he's cool in Hawkeye because he's real. <laughs> oh wow, that's this is well. He's How dead. dare you assume Hawkeye is not real? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's real in our hearts. I'm sorry. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> so anyway, he uh, let, let's uh, let's give some background. So mm-hmm. before the war beha- began, in his regular life. Wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. What what uh, nationality was he? Uh, he was uh, British. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Yes. Mad. Yeah. Mad. Whatever. Mad Jack. Mad Jack. Jack. Yeah. Churchill had left. And British people. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Churchill had left the army to pursue a number of skills. He was in the army before the war started. Was he using a broadsword back then? No. Okay. How old was he then? Was he old enough to warrant having a sword and a bow? Well, he wasn't like ten. Okay. Well, well, I got, do you think that there are age restrictions no, on no, broadswords? No, no. I was thinking, like, when when do we move past using <laughs> swords and bows? He could be 150 for all I know. No, so, no. He's, like, he's just like probably in his like late 20s. I love the okay. idea of him sitting at home just being like, man, I want to fight with the sword, but until I turn 20, I have to use this fucking gun, I uh, guess. Damn it. Um, so, yeah. He pursued a number of skills during his time off, where he learned to play the bagpipes and use a bow. Mm-hmm. And in this time, he placed second in the officer's class of the piping championships at Aldershot, which was apparently really cool because he was the only Englishman across uh, about 70 people. So he got real good at the bagpipes. And that's one thing you'll learn about this man. If he tries something, he goes fucking all in. <laughs> it's all or nothing with this weird-ass man. Incredible. Uh, he also uh, shot his bow for Britain in the Oslo World Championships in 1939. And he was also a model in magazine ads and appeared uh, yes. as a movie extra. What? What a man. And this was all pretty tame considering what he did in the war. What is it? You mean? He shot people with bows and arrows, Michael. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I, this is incredible. Yes. I love this. Well, let's continue. Please do. Jack was especially talented in leading small raids and counterattacks during World War II. Some Germans believed him to be a ghost from medieval times charging at them. That's what I thought. That would make sense. It actually makes more sense than what was actually happening. Of a real man refusing to use any technology. just pass through your ranks and being like, I refuse to hold a gun, sir. I want to kill people up close. I want to feel the spray of blood yeah. on my face. After serving uh, in the British uh, expedition, ex- the British force, Churchill volunteered. <laughs> you tried. Yes. Churchill volunteered for the commandos, which was a special force uh, just dedicated to carrying out raids against the German uh, areas of uh, Europe. Mm-hmm. And as a commando, Churchill gained notoriety for charging into battle, playing the bad bagpipes, and then throwing grenades. So what? I, w- I really hope that he, like, had a system rigged on his bagpipes so that when he gets a certain note and it pushes like, the air so it just launches. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he invented the first grenade launcher. There was a very, like, colorful description of, like, the boat, like, door sinking down. He's just walking out playing the bagpipes, and then he just ugh, throws a grenade into... At, at the Germans. All while still playing the bagpipes. Oh, yeah. Like, with one hand. So now, I have three little tales about uh, Mad Jack, and it's going to be two truths and a lie. So you have to tell me which one you think oh is God, I'm ready. I am so excited. I feel like I know this guy. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> He's like my soulmate. He's just like, oh, we're friends already. So, here's the first one. Okay. Churchill led the commandos, his uh-huh. uh, division, ag- across Europe from Norway to Italy to Yugoslavia. At one point, as he was marching through Sicily with only his sword, he and a corporal approached several German bunkers one at a time, 
and he simply yelled at them to surrender while he was swinging his mighty sword, and they captured 42 soldiers this way. Okay, can Michael and I have a have an aside? Yeah. Yes, I'll, right. I'll just look over here. Thank you. Um, what? I mean, I gotta be honest, if there was a guy standing in front of me while playing a loud-ass instrument like the bagpipes... I don't recall if he He only had his sword. Yeah, there was no sword. bagpipe. And he was Which just... seems unlikely for Mad. Yeah. <laughs> seems unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. boy Mad, Mr. Jack, would not go anywhere without his bagpipes. That's what I know I've him. Heard. I agree. Yes. That's a good point. That's a very good uh -huh. point. Read the other one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the second one. Okay. <laughs> At one point, mm -hmm. Churchill's team was ambushed, with many of them being killed. With nothing left to do but wait for his death, Churchill stood up and played his bagpipes waiting to be killed. He was instead knocked out by a grenade explosion and taken to a concentration camp. Wait, that's not okay. it. That's not Sorry. the end of it? He and another officer soon escaped by crawling through barbed wire and an abandoned drain, only to be captured again. But then, he was like, fuck that, and during a powder out outage at this second prison camp, Jack just simply walked out of that place in the darkness and later found American soldiers to, to join up with. Okay, so Hold here's on. my mm -hmm. thing with that, right? Yeah, I'm listening. I don't know. I don't, I'm <laughs> that, gonna say right now, I don't know. That sounds exactly like him, that he would, in the middle of a battlefield with buzzes, with, well, here's the thing, actually. He's a soldier. Yeah. So why would he just stand up and play a bagpipe announcing his location? Well, he already did. Like, he would go into battle, do the do-do-do-do-do-do-do, yeah, and but, then just launch grenades. Like, he wanted to be seen clearly. Yes. Do you think that they purposefully threw the grenade in such a way that it would knock him out and not kill him no, because, because they loved I feel his like bagpipes? That's stupid. That is stupid. But uh, so is Mad Jack. Yeah. No, you don't fuck around with Mad Jack. You kill him yeah. if you can. I think that the biggest thing that I don't, Actually, you know, the most believable part of this is that the Americans took him in after he escaped the second yeah, time. But what I want to know is why would you want to capture a man with a loud bagpipe mm. and put him to in a To take it away. Mm, and cause him hurt. <laughs> and to cause him hurt. <laughs> we, you know what? Ringtone. You know, <laughs> to cause him hurt. You know what? I, I, <laughs> you know what? I am going to capture this bagpipe man just to torture the other inmates. Yeah, but don't you think like? Do you think I think that the Germans know. would? I don't think the Germans would have had a power outage. Like on a serious note, the fact that that is the biggest oversight that they have is that there's a power outage and that he just walked away. That that doesn't seem very likely to me. Well, how often do power outages happen in German during World War Two? In German. In, in German. German. <laughs> tell me in German. What's, what's the no, German word for power <laughs> outage? Yeah, tell me in German. <laughs> das Knocked. I have no idea if that's, that's right. Yeah. Yep. In that these nuts? No. In, <laughs> in German. In German. I, I, I was guessing. That's not. I was, I was guessing at it's night, but that that, that also works. Oh, I, cool. I like that better. Anyway, the third one. Yeah. <clears throat> Jack was a man known to charge at his, at his enemies, waving his sword and screaming, Commando! At the top of his lungs. Oh, God, I don't know anymore. Once, I love him. <laughs> once using this tactic with his small stealth team in the woods, they surrounded a group of German soldiers on all sides and shouted this loudly while hiding behind trees to make the group seem much more bigger, much bigger than they actually were. The German soldiers surrendered almost immediately. Okay, here's my problem with that. What? Mad Jack doesn't hide behind trees. He doesn't hide. He goes out in the open well, and challenges Mad him. Mad Jack was out in the open. Oh, and everybody the rest of everybody? The no, he he worked with them to uh, to 
uh, be in the be in the forest and uh, mm. he knows make them some extra bigger. details about this. Or I can he be does. making it up at the, uh, uh, as I go. Yeah, you that's know, true. Can I phone a friend? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have a mad Jack on the line right here. <laughs> Hello, I'm not dead anymore. <laughs> oh. Yes, I do believe that all of these sound like bullshit. I would have killed every single person I interacted with. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Wow, that was a quick conversation. I didn't even need to ask Magic. <laughs> Do you want me to get him back on the phone? Honestly, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> hello, it's Magic. Hello, it's Magic. I have. I don't know if this is the same accent, but I, I, I'm the real one. I assure you. Hmm, Do you have a question? <laughs> when did you die? Ooh, good one. I, I, He's a fake. I don't die. <laughs> Excuse you. My, my sword and my bagpipe protect me. Yeah, they're they're magically enchanted. All right. So which one is a lie? Bye, Jack. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to go with number three. Well, you know what? Number two sounds the most likely. So I feel like that's the red herring. Um, I was just looking at Alice's face <laughs> and using some lie detecting skills. <laughs> two is away. a lie. No, but, all right. I'm going to, I'm locking in number two. I'm locking in on two. All right. Great. Well, they're all true. Oh, oh! <laughs> that is incredible. You know what? Nicely me. done. Yeah. Nicely done. Thank you, my friends. Oh my god. Yes. So he even fooled me with my lie detecting eyes. I, I <laughs> that believe. was just me being stupid. <laughs> it worked in my advantage. It really did. Yes. It really, really did. So anyway, uh, another quick one that I, I wanted to put in, but since it's true truths and a lie, I couldn't do four, is that uh, Mad Jack returned to a camp uh, of his riding on his motorcycle with a German helmet resting on his handlebars like a skull, uh, <laughs> bleeding from the neck, and apparently he was shot by a German machine gun and didn't really give much of a shit. He just kind of walked away. We love that. This is, I love this man. Yes, and the best part is after the war, he returned to his families and died in 1996, like 50 years later. Fucking 96? hell. He you just... mean I am this, I was this close to meeting him. <laughs> <laughs> Our lives almost overlapped. Yeah. Ah. One, you know what that means? One of us could be the reincarnation of Mad Jack Churchill. I'm really hoping it's, yeah, one of us. One of us. Uh, you really Part of me doesn't want to be Mad Jack because it's like, wow, that's a lot to live up to. It really I feel is. Like I think I'm up for the challenge. <laughs> it seems like it's going to be hard, but I, I think I got it. I think I got a few more years in me to learn how to play the bagpipes. <laughs> could you imagine being Mad Jack's like grandkids listening to his war stories, just not knowing if he's lost it and or not? And they still don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> further data of what he did with his life after war because I feel like he should have put out a slapping album. Like he should have really just like I mean he might have I didn't really learn about about a lot about af what after he happened. Apparently he just had a nice quiet life. Hmm. That's, that's But you know what? You never know what this guy unlikely. He's my new best friend. Did he actually kill anybody with his sword? He shot yeah, he killed people with the sword. Okay. And... Did he deflect bullets with his sword? <laughs> like no. like a lightsaber? No. Did he shoot a bullet in the air with his arrow and then it like, Split the bullet. <laughs> yeah. Split the bullet. <laughs> and then it goes and then it goes two ways and kills two German soldiers standing behind him. Oh. I do remember so badass. Learning about um like when like the injured Sorry. soldiers he hit with the bow and arrow would come in to like the, the Nazi hospitals. Like the officers would tell their their higher up officers that like there are men with uh arrows in them and they would not, he would be like stop fucking around what actually happened <laughs> that um, is insane and he is officially the only person to ever kill someone in world war ii with a with an arrow officially yes so officially there might no be one <laughs> yes it might have been the only britishman but i'm not i i'm pretty sure he's the only guy 
insane enough to actually try it. <laughs> that he's just like looking at a machine gun, just like, no, I'm good. Boy, I got a bow and arrow. I got a bow and arrow. That is, oh my god. I so, feel yeah. like I would watch that movie if it were. Made that has in to be a style. movie. Yeah, no, but if it were made in the style of Shrek, I would, <laughs> <laughs> I would watch the crap out of that. With only if Mike Myers is uh is does does the Shrek voice. Don't get. <laughs> really good <laughs> that, oh thanks for thinking it was good <laughs> oh that was awesome wow well there you go three incredible tales yeah history is fucking strange it's horrifying but in a great way it I really is it. that was that was so great yeah i want to do more research now but you know i'm not gonna no because no, that requires work no. yeah this is it yeah this is all I we do by you telling me, <laughs> me telling you yes <laughs> yeah Words. this is Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for stopping by, Val. Thanks, Val. Of course. This um, was fun. Do you want to plug any of your projects or any of your accounts or anything like that? No, but if anybody wants to make Mad Dog uh, in the style <laughs> of Shrek, I'm up for an email. <laughs> Please let us know uh-huh. immediately. Also, remember to eat your Vaseline. Yeah. Eat your Vaseline, everybody. Eat, eat your Vaseline. And, well, we got to pick for the pick and bucket. We do indeed. Yes. And Val, we're going to make you sit through this even though it doesn't matter. Actually, we're going to make Val pick from the pick and bucket. Oh Yeah. Play the theme song. Time to pick from the bucket. Time to pick from the bucket now. It's done now. Yeah. All right. Let's see. We. Uh, what's our challenge for the next week, Val? I don't know. Let's see. I think I like this one. Okay. Take it. Ramona Quimby. Wow. What? <laughs> <laughs> um. Here be my opinion. Write a review once a week, once a day for a week. Awaken your inner Yelp blogger, douchebag. <laughs> or... Is it awaken your inner Yelp blogger douchebag? Like, like it's, you know, they both work. They yeah. both do work. I like it better when I was calling you guys douchebags. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I don't do much reviewing of anything. Neither. I don't really state my opinion on the internet. I'm like that silent guy who just hangs out in Reddit forums and watches. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Do you Yelp at all? Um, I've only Yelped once. Uh, I didn't write a Yelp, but I was a Yelper oh. for a hot minute. Whoa. Yeah, I was looking at my place of work to see if anyone had talked shit about me by name. Did they? <laughs> no, they did not. Look Great. at you. <laughs> Thank you. That means you're you're good at your good at what you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So we're going to uh, make some people's days either horrible or incredible with yeah. our with our reviews this week. Look forward to that. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's it. That's all we got. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in to The Weekly Undertaking. He's about to go on a huge rant it's about just, like, everything. Just, so. like, ending it all out. You could just look at okay. the ceiling or something. I'm going to turn – I'm going to walk out. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's B- it. Bye, Val. Uh, we'll put anything that you want us plugged in the description below. Thank you very much for, Great, for coming. Bye. bye. That's my closet. No, that's, a, that's the entrance and exit <laughs> to our fucking studio. Damn it. Um – but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, this, As we mentioned earlier, this was the 50th episode of The Weekly Undertaking. Damn it, we actually don't have a challenge next week. Because next oh, week... yeah. <laughs> that was completely pointless, so, Val. Sorry, here be my opinion will happen two weeks in the future. Sorry, Val. You guys better write 14 reviews. <laughs> <laughs>
because next week is the one-year anniversary episode of the Weekly Undertaking. Holy crap. And so we are instead going to redo the first challenge that we did of this podcast. Because we never pulled that one. We never pulled that one, number one. And number two, the first episode was fucking horrible. So we're going to do it again. Yeah. So this week's challenge is uh, the second edition of, what was it, Just Jefferson? Just Jefferson. Meaning that we have to spend exactly $20 a day for a week. No more, no, no less. My no pocket more. would cry. I know. Uh, my pocket will cry, but I am willing to invest in this damn podcast, I hope. Yeah, this will be fun. Yeah, it will be. Now do your goodbye speech. Yes. Okay, so tune in next week for that. That'll be a very fun episode. Uh, we have social medias in the description below, so please drop a like, follow, comment, whatever. Please just show us love. Uh, and re- leave a rate and review because uh, that spread the word about the podcast. That does help even if it's negative because we know we're, we're not great and it'll we want to ne- improve. It'll be negative. It'll be negative. We know it'll be negative. You don't comment about things you like. Anyway, uh, we also have some awesome uh, artists that help us do the podcast, namely Adam Rudy and Winston De Jesus. Their information is in the description below. Please show them love as well. Uh, and uh, I think that's it. So until next week, don't forget to challenge yourself. Oh, and try something new. I didn't think of one this week. You didn't. So you it's didn't just, think of one. It's just vanilla. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's upsetting. All Goodbye. right. Goodbye, guys. Bye. 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 All right, we're Bye. done now. <laughs> <laughs>